Good afternoon, everyone. This is Travis here with the Hypothetical Commute. This is my first official episode. I've got some upgraded equipment, so hopefully things for my podcast start to sound a little bit better. So to start off, the reason I have chosen the hypothetical commute is I am discussing hypothetical hypothetical situations, what I would do in those types of situations, and the part where the commute comes in is because it takes me 35 minutes to get to work one way, so I figured why as well talk while I'm coming home from work. So the hypothetical commute uh, to me is a, a name that kind of sticks, it resonates, it's unique in itself. And something else that I even thought about is instead of calling it a podcast, calling it a car cast because I'm in my car. So that's what it's going to be. First and foremost, I want to thank you, the listeners, for taking the time out of your day to listen to the car cast. Hopefully, with some of these hypothetical scenarios, you can kind of just reflect on my ideas and maybe think about what it is you would do in these scenarios. And um, I don't know, maybe learn some about yourself, learn some about me, just learn kind of like the random thought process that I have with hypothetical scenarios. And it's just, you know, I just want it to be a thought-provoking car cast. I want it to be something where if you're driving, if you're sitting at home, maybe you're getting ready for bed, you're just like, man, I want to listen to Travis talk for a few minutes. You know, that this these hypothetical scenarios could be something that is just like, oh man, I really want to also think and talk and write about these things. Maybe I want to write them down. Maybe it's something like therapeutic. Maybe it's something a lot more for you creative types out there. Um, you know, just like as a different avenue. I'm a very creative person. Um, I do have a little bit of an analytical mindset, but I would consider that my approaches to most problem-solving Um, scenarios. I have a very creative thought process. And so hopefully for others out there, if you have an analytical thought process, you can, you know, maybe analyze it the way that you would. You can listen to what us creative types might come up with in these types of scenarios and kind of base it off of your own judgment. Maybe you're sitting here and you're thinking, oh, I would never ever do this in that type of scenario great or maybe you're like oh man maybe I would do the same exact thing that's kind of the point I'm just having fun with it you know I would hope to grow a bigger following you know and maybe set up at some point in the future setting up interviews with some of my followers and and bouncing off ideas off of each other for these hypothetical scenarios. My best friend, my ride or die, and my wife is Justin, aka Jojo. And we play Xbox together, but it's not just about playing video games. We partake in this method called the Socratic method. It's like an argumentative style communication that we have to make ourselves better, to challenge each other. And like we do it without even thinking about it. We like to play 
problem-solving games. One of the biggest games that we like to play is a game called Ark Survival Evolved. It's basically like a Minecraft on steroids. You can build a base, you can harvest resources, and you can tame dinosaurs. With a theory, it sounds pretty easy, but there's a lot of challenging aspects to this game. And what I love about Justin is his approach is very, very critical in a good way. It's very analytical. This dude can think up something and be like, man, I've got this idea in my head. And he has a very, very cool, unique, creative approach of what he can do when he's building bases and whatever, with whatever he's doing in the aspect of this game. And that's what I love about him because like, I have a very creative approach and I can like throw out ideas like, oh, it would be cool to do this or do this. And like, he can make that happen. And it's like awesome because he can make it tangible. And like, when I talk about this Socratic method, it's like, we could be talking about anything. We could talk about random approaches to stuff, hypothetical scenarios for one. And like, we could bounce ideas off of each other. And we're like, oh, I would love to do that. Oh, no, I would not love to do that. And that's fun. So I would love to take this car cast into the future, you know, maybe a few months, maybe even a couple weeks from now of like interviewing others and asking scenarios and then getting feedback and seeing how they would do it, how I would do it, you know, and just have like a very, very healthy and well thought out conversation about it. To kind of start, the best, one of the hypothetical situations, scenarios that I love the most is talking about superpowers, but it's really just two. It's either, would you rather be able to fly or would you rather be able to teleport? And I think that this one's important because I love to see how others answer it. And for myself, I would much rather be able to teleport. Flying, I think, would be cool. I think that it would be cool to just be able to flow fly, do whatever, you know, I just step outside, go take off and that would be great. But I think that after a while that would get old with this question, it could be, you could fly at any speed that you want, blah, 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 whatever. But like, I just feel like it would be like driving. I can drive slow. I can drive fast. Yes. Flying would be able to get you there faster than teleporting would be able to get you there instantly which is why I would choose to teleport. And now, with teleporting, I would see a very, very good way of making money with teleporting. I could teleport goods for people. I could teleport, depending on how it would work, in my scenario, it would be maybe something that I touch. I could teleport with me, something that I'm holding. You know, so if I approached a company that needed to move a bunch of goods and all I had to do was touch it and move it from one place to another, I see really good money in that. I also could see it if you guys have ever seen the movie Jumper with Hayden Christensen, the dude from Star Wars and Samuel L. Jackson. It's a great movie, but it's a great movie because of like the thought process behind it. The pot is okay. The fight scenes and like the movie itself, I would say is decent, but the thought process is awesome. The, the basically the aspect of the movie is that Hayden Christensen, the, the main character, the main teleporter slash jumper, is that he can look at a picture, he can visualize it and then whoop, teleport. 
And so, like, he does this. He walks into a bank. He's like, hey, can I use your bathroom? He's like a child at this point, maybe like a pre-teenager. And he just, all he has to do is just walk by and he can see the vault. And then later that night, he teleports in to the vault and he's able to take a bunch of money. I wouldn't necessarily steal money, but the thought process is is like, man, I want to go surfing. I'm going to teleport here to go surfing. Oh, I want to go eat lunch in Egypt. I can go eat lunch in Egypt. Oh, I want to go to Paris and hang out with people. I can go to Paris and I can hang out with people. And I think that that's very, very cool. For him, he could teleport instantaneous, which is how I would imagine it. But like, I just like that thought process. So to kind of recap on this hypothetical scenario, it's would you rather be able to fly or would you rather be able to teleport? For myself personally, I say teleport. Another hypothetical scenario that I love is um, social media from time to time, you'll see this pop up on your wall. It's like, would you stay in a log cabin with no cell phone for a month for a million dollars? Food and water are provided or something like that. And like, hell yes, I would do that without technology. Because I don't, like, I only see positives to this type of scenario. Okay, yes, there could be setbacks because I do have a wife and kids. So like, could I take them? If I could not, that would be a bummer. That would be a big loss. But I mean, for a million dollars, I think that that is something that I that we could do. But not delving too far into the analytical, minute details, but if it was just staying in a cabin in the woods, think about what that would do for your psyche and your and your mental capacity. You would no longer have to worry about social media, like unobtainable expectations, all of these kind of negative side effects that come with social media, smartphones, screen time, all of these different things, kind of resetting your body to nature, I think is like what a lot of us could use, myself included. I don't delve a ton into social media. I'm starting to get into it more now because of my job. So I'm getting more into like Facebook analytics, social media analytics. Um, Justin, again, my best friend, we started a production company together, um, video, video editing and taking people's content, helping them edit it, producing music for them. So that has like a social media aspect to it, but I'm not on it 24 seven. So I would, I would love this scenario if the food was included and the water and all I had to do was like hang out, I could like cut my own firewood and I could do all these things with basically no other obligations in life. That would be the dream. Again, that might not be a scenario for everyone, but for me, like that would be very, very cool. And I would very much enjoy that. This next one is more of just kind of like a rant. I don't know if this one is necessarily like a hypothetical scenario in a sense, but I often wonder if one day we just woke up, there was no more electricity, no more batteries, our vehicles didn't run, like what the world would look like. And the reason that I find this situation or this hypothetical scenario interesting is because do we 
kind of go back in time a little bit to like a, we need to be focused on farming. We need to be focused on gathering and hunting as because now we're all almost worried about food. Because right now in this society, I don't have to farm for my food. I don't have to hunt for my food. I can go to the store, I can pay money, and walk out with whatever. You know, and like, I, I'm used to that. Okay? And so I, I don't have to go out and I don't have to hunt. And now there are people that hunt, you know, bow season, deer season. They like to fish, you know, they eat it, whatever. But I just look at it, you know, and and the effects right now that we are having on the earth are like detrimental. I believe that humans are parasites. I think that we just think that we own everything and we're just going to take it for our own. And I say that because we build roads, we cut down trees, we build houses, we build neighborhoods, we build cities, we do all of this stuff and we are just basically destroying our planet, you know, and like, okay, maybe some of us are taking the right steps, but not all of us. And if one day, just like, the fossil fuels weren't a thing, you know, and like, okay, yeah, we might have to start cutting down trees to, to burn to keep our houses warm, but like, the, the people start dying off because like, we lack basic survival skills, are these farms that we have with no farm equipment, now we're having to do it by hand, you know, is it... Do we adapt kind of like the wild, wild west where not every person is a farmer, not every person is a hunter, you know, there's still stores and there's still businesses and places of employment, you know, do we evolve from that or do we take what we've already known, what we knew how to produce electricity let's do it again, you know, and we're just going to dwell on these ideas and dwell on these facts and continue to, to kind of be forward thinking with the technology that we already have, or do we kind of jump back a step or kind of like fall back a step and really focus about core basic survival needs, just something that's very interesting. And I would encourage you to also think about that and like, think about yourself you know, I would not be able to hunt. Okay, I could hunt with a gun, but, you know, being able to track a deer or sit quietly and patient enough to make that happen, you know, I, I don't think that I can do it, so I might be screwed, but I could farm. I know that that's something that I can learn. I could grow my own plants, you know, so what, what would others be able to do? My next hypothetical scenario is if I could make one thing socially normal for the entire world, what would that be? In this scenario, there's so many different approaches that you can take, but I always think about the sky. I think about the stars. I love looking at the stars. And I think that something that I would make socially acceptable and socially normal is that once a month, maybe twice a month, we shut off all the lights in our society. 
minus maybe places that are actually working so that like there's not a whole lot of light radiation so we can see the stars and we could put this focus back into the space but from earth a, a big thing that i follow is i love spacex i love reading about spacex i am fascinated by elon musk because he is a gentleman that to me defies the odds of your average ceo he's on twitter he likes to read memes. He comments on people's Twitter handles about their memes. And, like, he thinks that shit's funny. And I, I think that's fascinating. Now, others might disagree. This guy's a dick. This dude, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I just, on, like, a pure professional level, like, I love what the dude does. I love that the way that he talks about college. Like, college teaches you to do your chores. Education is free. Can learn anything for free. I, I believe that to an extent because sometimes things do actually cost money. Um, I, I went to college. I have a four-year degree in communications and I can look back and a lot of it, it's really like, what did I learn in college? Maybe some of it I did learn. Maybe some of it just kind of solidified what I learned socially through my life. You know, but I don't hold that over anyone. I'm not that douchebag. That's why I went to college. What did you do? And so what I would really do is if I had the power to make this happen in this scenario, I would make it to where, like, we we turn the lights off. We turn that parking lot lights off. We turn off all the lights so that, like, we could look up in the sky and we could admire its beauty. But part of that, I know that somebody somewhere that's listening to this is what about crime? What about people that want to get into mischief because they because all the lights are off? I would make the laws on these days twice as hard and twice as punishable because you're doing shit you're not supposed to, especially when the lights are off. And now, could I legally do that? Would I have the power to do that? I mean, probably not. But in my scenario, in my little world, I would make that a thing. Like, you want to break into somebody's house because all of the lights are off then you're going to spend double the time in jail and those punishments are going to come twice as bad. And now that being because I think that space is fascinating. I love what we are trying to do to try to set up this mission to Mars, doing more research on the moon, maybe building a base on the moon. I think that that's awesome. I, in a sense, disagree with Starlink that is um, Elon Musk's idea of providing internet from space. I've been doing a ton of research and a lot of astronomers and a lot of people are upset because now there's more satellites in lower orbit so that you would potentially be able to see them from Earth and that's messing up kind of the constellations and the stars that we can see. So that I do disagree with because it's like the more crap that we put up into space, the less that we're going to really be able to admire kind of what we are able to see from Earth. But still love Elon, Mr. Musk. I wish that you would please listen to this car cast, but we all know that that's not going to happen. So let's make these lights turned off a thing so that we can pull out telescopes. We can kind of re-indulge ourselves in the beauty of the night sky. Maybe see these meteor showers because there's not a whole lot of light radiation coming from cities and other places, but Let's crack down on these laws. Let's crack down on the people that want to break the laws when all the lights are off because we know that this would happen. And, like, we don't want to play those games.